Hey, is this thing on? I am Queensman. Hi everyone, my name is Alyssa and you are listening to the All Things Pelvic podcast where you get to follow my life as a pelvic floor physical therapist. That may sound a little boring, but real quick, let me break it down. I bring up topics that most people find difficult to talk about, but maybe it's time we get comfortable with discussing the uncomfortable. I always strive for real talk, good vibes, and mostly all things pelvic. Join me and my guests as we discuss healthcare, culture, and real life topics. Are you ready? Because it's time to take a page out of my playbook. Okay, we are back on all things pelvic. I have definitely taken a hiatus, but I am happy, 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 happy to introduce someone on here who actually when I first started the Pelvic Floor Playbook, my Instagram, you were one of the first people that reached out to me. LJ, please introduce yourself. (laughs) Yes, I know. It's like we're besties from like, we're OGs from the beginning. So yes, I'm LJ Johnson, women's hormone coach. I specialize in endometriosis. PCOS and fibroids, mainly endometriosis because of my own, I don't want to say struggle, but my own journey. Um, Took me 16 years to get diagnosed, so that is why I'm so passionate about everything women's health, pelvic pain, and endometriosis. So that, yeah, that's probably why I slid into your DMs. <laughs> you I was did like, straight up slide. That's the information that we need, yes. Yeah, and I remember, I think you said something like, and it was so funny, you were like, what's the playbook? Like, what What does that even mean? But it was, like, so funny the way you asked it. And I was just like, oh, yeah, let me give you the rundown. And it was so funny. But you just listed out, like, six, di- six diagnoses just now. So, like, what don't you do is what I would like to do. I know. What I don't do. Well, what I don't do is the stuff that you do. Right? That's why I like to bring in someone who knows, like, yes, I know all the muscles and all that. But, I mean, it's, it's a good segue. Like you said, it, it's about a team, right? We have to have everyone in our medical team grouped together. So yes, I specialize in the nutrition, the fitness, the mindset, the holistic healing, but it's always nice to collaborate with other people. And if you're an indoor warrior or you have PCOS or fibroids or whatever's going on, I'm sure you already know you need a medical team, right? There's not one doctor, dietitian, nutritionist, physical therapist, not one person's going to cure it all. Not one food's going to cure it all. So you need a team. So yeah, so that's probably, I was bugging you in your DMs, like, tell me about this playbook. Tell me what the heck is going on here. Yeah. And even for me, you know, I mean, like I've been a PT for however many years and it's, I still learn about different fields that are out there, right? Like, right. I honestly did not know that there was a such thing as a hormone coach. You know, like, I, I didn't know these things. So for me also, like, that is part of, like, why I love social media is, like, meeting people like you, you know, and then kind of doing these lives where then we can help people, you know, and then make right. sure that they're getting what they need. But I wanted you on here one just because I mean I love talking to you so there's that but then I also (laughs) wanted to just I don't think I've really ever asked you how you got into this like I yes I know you've had you know endo endo and it was really hard for you to get diagnosed but like when was kind of the moment that it like really sparked for you like you know what I'm gonna help other people and like this is what I'm gonna do like how did our OG Instagram account. Sorry. Right. This <laughs> like, is awesome. I feel like Barbara Walters. I'm like, oh, let that's me right. Where do, I, where do I begin? <laughs> no, that's a really great question. 
And I have to be very honest, a lot of people, um, you know, they're like, I've always been holistic. I always knew I was going to make it to the other side and change the world. I always knew that I was going to change the world, but I got to be 100% honest. Um, I had to get on the other side before I felt like I could help other people, right? Sure. I had so many health challenges. And I think the biggest thing for me when I was like, this is what I want to do is I remember what it was like because I was alone. I was that girl that had period pain that was just complaining. I was that chick that just needed to, you know, your friends were like, just take your pain pill and let's go out. And I'm like, I can't even get off the bathroom floor, nevertheless walk to take a shower. Like right. I can't go out. Like even if I take all my pain pills, like I was that person that was very type A, always a go-getter. But for mm -hmm. this, it was very humbling. I had no support and I had no one I could talk to about, you know, talk about the whole situation. Yes, I talked to my doctor, but it was more like, oh yeah. Like I remember one time showing up to a doctor's appointment and I just showed up at the doctor's office, no appointment, but I had so much pain. They were like, oh yeah, honey, just go ahead and go back. Cause they were like, your ass is always here. You always got to <laughs> problem there's always something wrong but it was like I was miserable I was in pain 24 7 and so once I got over that and was like okay you can make lifestyle changes and actually have quality of life I was like I'm taking this on like they you know I've always heard you're blessed to be a blessing and I was like if I've made it to the other side, there's no way I can just sit with these gems and not give them to other people. Now, some people may not be interested. Some are like, give me the gems. I want to put them in my toolbox. Others, not so much a believer. But for me, I feel like it is my duty. It is my calling, you know, that my anointing to help other people simply because I did not have that support. I sure. kind of date myself when I say this, but I was on Baby Center, right? typing in the mom's group, mm -hmm. talking about my period, my pain, my this, my that, like that's all I had. I didn't have MySpace, I didn't have Instagram, all these fun Facebook groups. It was very taboo to talk about period pain. Yeah. And then it wasn't just period pain. It was like, well, when I have my period two days later, you know, two days before I feel like I have the flu and my back's hurting and I got these rashes. So people were like, okay, is that even a period thing? And so that is the biggest thing with endometriosis. It's a full body disease. And so for me, I was having so many issues and so many diagnoses coming at me. Once I got to the other side, I was like, I have to talk about my story because there are people out there that don't realize that that crazy little pinch in their back, that sciatic pain, plus that hormonal acne and that weird toenail fungus and all these things that they think are just weird things happen to them, how they actually all really do tie in. And so in sharing my story, other people are like, oh, I'm not crazy. Like, oh, this is a thing. Um, right. So yeah, that's like my long answer to the short question. Like I have to share because it's very unique and we go through so much. So when we get to the other side it's like it's like if you go to a restaurant that you love you're not going to have your friends come in town and you're not going to take them like you're going to take them there right you're going to share it yeah. and so that is why I share my story also to add on to that when I'm sharing my story I feel like it's part of my healing journey like yeah. it is what keeps me going being able to talk about it for so long I suffered in silence I was always in pain. I didn't talk about it. No one really knew. There are people that look at my Instagram account right now and they're like, girl, that's so weird because I was coming to your classes and doing your stuff and I never knew. And I'm like, well, you got the light switch on LJ, light switch off when I was in pain and all that is when I wasn't teaching, when I wasn't traveling, wasn't when I wasn't on stage. Right. And so sharing my story has really opened up that platform for other people to be like, oh my gosh, I have fibroids or this is what's going on or I've had all these issues for years. 
I had no answers. So I just, I have to tell, right? And you can tell I'm a talker. I just got to run my of mouth. Course. So I might as well share something that's valuable, right? Of <laughs> course. First of all, you're talking to talker number two over here. So, <laughs> so <laughs> perfect podcast recording, <laughs> definitely. But two things just kind of sparked for me a bit. So even when you first started talking and kind of you, you were saying like you wanted to be able to share the gems that you have kind of collected through all these years and stuff too. I think it could be as simple, and it's funny because I say simple, but I also need to check myself a little bit too because for somebody else this might not be simple, but say somebody doesn't realize that maybe there's like a certain doctor that you might need to go to, right? It, they think like, okay, but actually like my, and no shade to gynecologist because I love y'all, but like if somebody goes to their gyno and they're like, oh no, nothing's wrong, like this is just period right. pain, go home, use a heat pack, you're fine. And then, of course, what are they supposed to think? Right? You know, like, then they're going to go home, use their heat pack, and consider themselves, quote, unquote, fine. Whereas right. then talking to somebody like you who has been around the block, you might then say, you know what? Maybe you should talk to, like, this naturopath or this endocrinologist that I know of. Or maybe go to this other specialist who gave me this runaround instead. I mean, I'm sorry, who gave me this instead of having to go through the runaround of going from here, 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 and there. Um, Because I've even had patients with endo, you know, or PCOS or whatever it is, they'll have one of their doctors be like, oh, maybe go see a neurologist. Like, this is all in your head. And it's just like, oh, God, oh, God. Yeah, and it, 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 like, it makes you cringe, right? So for us, it might be looked at now just because you've had the experience. I'm in the field. So we know kind of what specialists to go to. But somebody might not know that. So that's kind of what sparked in my head, like, as you were talking, you know, it gets a really simple way for somebody to reach out and be like, hey, like, where have you gone? Like, what was your path? Like where, you know, so that I then don't make, I don't then go through the same thing. Right. Right. And then you mentioned kind of a very important part for me where you said it kind of helps you to also talk about this stuff. And it's something that I think sometimes people are scared to say because they right. it's looked at as like selfish or whatever it is. But like, I'm all about the selfish self-care ish you know because I wasn't like that for a very long time but it is very important because if you are in a field where you're trying to help people and you aren't okay then what are we doing here like what are we doing here then so I love that it is kind of cathartic for you and I also think that if, if at some point which I don't think this will happen for you just because of like how good you are with giving out all this like information but if at some point then you find like I need to change something like this isn't cathartic for me anymore this is now becoming more business-like or more you know or whatever it is and like I think it's very important to also keep in check with yourself to also change that too because you're also dealing with patients who I I'm the same you know I'm in the same boat where it's vulnerable these diagnoses are sometimes very debilitating to people too. So it's like you have to be in the correct mindset to also help this population as well. Right. It's kind of like they say the doctor needs a doctor, right? Yeah. Even though 
you know, we may be professionals in our, you know, career field, et cetera. We still, we are pouring out and giving all day long. So we want to make sure that we're refilling our cup because you can't yeah. give from an empty cup, right? And it's, Always. and that's kind of where people get burned out. You know, I know I've seen lots of posts from other dietitians and nutritionists, et cetera, where they're just like, oh my gosh, you know, at the beginning of the pandemic, we we're working all these crazy hours and all that. And it was like, yeah, we had nothing else. We were hanging out at home and it was great to really educate our audience, but we also needed to focus on our self-care. And I've seen some larger accounts where they're like, I wasn't focusing on my self-care and now look at my hormone panel. Now look at this and this is what I'm doing differently. And I think that's what makes us a great coach, you know, a great physician, doctor, whatever, that we're transparent and honest with our patients, right? That, hey, we have our health challenges as well. Just because we're up here, you know, dancing around and sharing all these gyms does not mean our life is perfect. And we have to, the things that we're telling you to do, we do those on a daily basis to keep our health on track. And yeah. I, I think that's important. It's part of being transparent. And people can respect that, right? When someone's going through a challenge and they're open about it and you can learn from it, I think that's the best way to really, you know, educate your audience and be supportive and be authentic, right? Everything can't be picture perfect 24 7. And if it is, uh, there's probably something going on there. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> yes. And I have definitely always said that too. You know, like even on my social media posts sometimes, I'm like, I like took a break, guys. Sorry. You know, like it just like is what it is. Like sometimes right. you have to. And that I think self-care is like one of the most important things. And I think if it's what we preach, we should also be doing that as well. Absolutely. Right? Now, to go back to a lot of the diagnoses that you kind of, you know, help coach and all of that, a lot of the times, you know, and we kind of mentioned this before, it is a lot of like, woe is me. Now you are such right. a positive, positive person. What kind of more so makes you thrive on that? You know, like what, how do you try to keep up the positivity within these clients as much as you can? Right. And it's tough. Right. Yeah. And so it's interesting. It's tough because I've been there. But this is what the shift was for me. The woe is me wasn't serving me. It yeah. wasn't making me feel any better. I know most people that are in chronic pain, the last thing they want to hear is about mindset. They don't want to hear about drinking water. They don't want to. They're just like, give me something I haven't heard. But yeah. I'm telling you, like that negativity, you truly have what you say. Yes, you're in pain sometimes. Yes, things are not always perfect. You know, this morning I woke up and I didn't have this excellent energy that I have here, you know, this afternoon, but I didn't wake up and be like, all right, you know, this is gonna be a shitty day and I'm just writing it off. It's like, okay, this day is not starting how I expected, but you know what, I'm still going to enjoy my day. I'm not gonna just throw my and be like, oh, the rest of this month, it's like rest of this month, I got like nine or 10 days left. Like I can't sign off now. And so when people have that, it's really about mindset. The second thing I would say is bring the mindset, you know, easier said than done. When you're in pain, it's really hard to have a positive mindset, but set yourself up for success, right? Many times you listen to a podcast, you go on Clubhouse, you're listening to whatever, you're gleaning all this information, right? You've got your Kindle, you've got all these pages of notes, and then you're like, dear God, I got 35 pages of notes, where do I start? And yeah. so set yourself up for success choose one thing to get a win right if you're not drinking enough water or let's say you're drinking four cups of coffee a day okay wind it down to three wind it down to two don't do this whole i'm not going to drink coffee ever again and know that you have endometriosis and adrenal fatigue and your thyroid's not working and you wake up the next day and you're like if i don't have this coffee i'm going to kill everyone right. it's like okay but set yourself up for a win and so i think a lot of the woe is me and this is never going to get better is number one, like I said, the mindset, and then setting yourself up for small wins, and then realizing that every day is part of your healing journey. None of us get to a point where life is perfect, we're never gonna get sick, we're never gonna have a pain in our back, 
it's that's just not the reality but if you can actually just really focus on the mindset part and i know that's maybe not what people want to hear but i'm like come with me for 60 seconds let's just go through like if you can visualize what your life could be like or what it was like before you're always in pain i know some people are like well i've been in pain forever Yes, you may have been in pain for 20 years, but like, I'm like, literally, then if it's that, you know, that's where you're at, then visualize yourself. What would a day look like if you weren't in pain 24 seven? What would your work week look like if you were showing up to the office and you weren't in debilitating pain? Or, you know, what would it look like for you to, you know, take your kids to the park and not be on narcotics? I know for me as a single parent, the woe is me didn't really work for me as well either. I had two little people relying on me, right? Mm-hmm. As a single parent, I mean, most transparent moment, I remember having to try to explain to my ex-husband and a court that I just wasn't lazy and it wasn't just period pain, that endometriosis was like a full body thing and that I was still a quality parent, right? right? So when you've had to kind of defend yourself, there's like a part of you where you're like, okay, the woe is me is kind of cool, but like, hey, I got to put my foot down. Like, I'm a good parent. I'm not giving up my children just because I have these rough patches. So for me, a lot of it was also my children. Yes, it's the mindset. Yes, it is setting the small goals. You know, set yourself up for success, but also find your why. I mean, if you're a parent, maybe you're not a parent, maybe there's fertility issues. Find whatever your why is and get some accountability partners, right? That's what's so great about community. That's why I always tell people, you know, you're the CEO of your health. Like, you're that one bad bitch that sits at the front of that table yeah. and you allow, I get fired up about this, but you allow people to sit at your table. So if people that are sitting at your table are not encouraging you, they're not on board with your health, all you got to do is pull that chair out and allow them to go elsewhere and have someone there. At that table, you should have accounts like mine, Alicia's, other people that you're following on Instagram or Facebook groups. That is part of your support team. That is part of like your health and wellness family. And so that also helps you when you're feeling a little down and you feel the woe is me, having that friend that you can reach out to, having that Instagram account that always gives you that boost and having those people. I feel like I just gave like 15 different ideas. That's okay. um, That's okay, you can rewind. Yes. I listen to all of them, but there's so many things. But yeah, at the end of the, I mean, I say the foundation of it all is the woe is me didn't work for me yeah. because there was only me. I had two children. I was a single parent. I mean, I remember having to have my neighbors take my children to the park when the park wasn't miles away. It was three houses down, right? right. It was just my body physically would not allow me to take them to the park. I couldn't push my daughter on the swing. Yeah. I've had to send my children to you know have holidays without me they went to breckenridge all these fun things and i couldn't physically do it so once i started thinking about that i was like i had to fight to get better i had to now was every day perfect did i wake up with the mindset of a warrior every morning no there like i said there are days that i wake up and i'm a little more tired there are days where i feel maybe a little more defeated or just a little more depleted but that's when you rely on your support system and your support team and that's why it's so important once again and like you said, very therapeutic to talk about it and have those people that get it, right? You don't want to be explaining it to your partner or your neighbor when you're in a pain flare, right? That's probably not the best time to build your support network, but have those people around you because, I mean, once again, like I said, starting with that mindset, the woe is me mindset really is not. It inflames your body more. There's like a whole chemical response that happens when you're operating out of fear and pain and suffering and the turmoil. Yes, those things are present, but finding a way to kind of step out of it, even if it's just stepping out of it for 20 minutes a day and being like, hey, 
I am more than my diagnosis. And that's what I say on my account, that I'm here to educate, empower, and motivate, you know, women, anyone with the uterus, that you can have a life despite your diagnosis. Okay. I don't know how to follow up with that because (laughs) (laughs) this isn't a competition. I know. (laughs) I know that. But it was just like very well put. And honestly, everything that you just said is how I treat, you know, like that's very much so how I treat, you know, because we also treat the a lot of the same conditions. Right. We treat all these things where. I very much so, while I am a physical therapist, I very much so care about somebody's mental well-being. You know, right. I, I'm not the therapist that's going to be like, yep, just go see a psychologist. Like, no, I, I want to know what your day-to-day is like. And I think something that really stuck out to me with what you said were uh, two things, actually. the Small wins. Small right. wins. That is huge. I always tell a patient, listen, like, let's say your pain is a seven out of 10, right? On a seven out of 10 sale. 10 being I have to go to the hospital, zero being nothing. It's a seven. Even if you come to me next week and let's say it's a five out of 10, that is something for me. And that is a small win. Like it is at least something. And that's where I become also annoying where I'm like, is it a seven out of 10 all day? Do we get to like a four out of 10 at night? Like what, what happens to you during the day? And I do get annoying like that because like, I want you to also see those changes because I can easily have somebody come in and be like, yep, pain's the same. Yep, pain's the same, you know, and then I'm not getting like what I need from you too, you know, like selfishly. I'm not kind of like getting what's happening. Are things actually changing? Is this working? You know, like it, what's happening here? So I'm very kind of objective, like when it comes to that stuff, like we need to see somewhat of a small change. Like I even kind of have like a three visit rule where it's like, I want to see something change within three visits. And like, if it does not, we will have to change something, whether that be on my end or your end. But then even mindset, right? Like like with what you just said, if you continuously just think like, oh my gosh, I am in pain or oh my gosh, I am doing this, your mind is going to go wild. It is going to go so wild into this rabbit hole of... Uh, you know, I'm not going to be able to do this. Like, when am I going to be able to ski again? Will I be able to ski again if that's something you enjoy doing? But then instead of that, what I try to get my patients to do, it's more so like, okay, we're just doing bridges right now. Like we're just doing straight leg raises. We're just doing these little exercises, but like how many of them are you able to do now? You know, like let's maybe try to like go for a little run together. Let's see if we can do that because a lot of the times too, it's that like umph that they need to do it. That encouragement. Once again, that accountability partner, having those accounts or having people that get you, that get what you're going through, that can yeah. support you. Because there aren't going to be days that you're not going to wake up and feel like you're on top of the mountain. You're going to need that support. 1, but I think once again, it's being, you know, honest and vulnerable and having that support team to really, you know, encourage and empower you the days that you're just not feeling it, right? The days yeah. when you're just feeling well. Yeah. and like you're gonna have those days so like even like a little trick I guess you can say that I do too is that like I think you're ready for a run if that's like what you want to do why don't you do that the day before you come see me so then it's also like that extra comfort of like okay 
I know that like I have an appointment tomorrow. So just in case something happens, which like it probably won't, if I think that you're ready, you know, like to do that, then I at least have that behind me, right? So I think a lot of the times too, it's like you just need that person to understand that you need to feel comfortable right now instead of that person being like, nope, just do it. You have to do it. While we are kind of pushers in that way, yes, but they also need to like understand kind of what's going on and understand that there's going to be a flare up of some sort and that your body's not going to feel great all the time. Right, right. Yeah. Now you're yeah. part so, of the journey. Part of the journey. Definitely is. But I'm so about the small wins. I even think that that's how people should like live their day to day, to be honest. Like instead of being like, come up with your entire business plan today. Like maybe let's figure out like if we're working with a business plan, like what forms are you going to use? Like what, you know, like right. let's try to maybe <laughs> backtrack on things. I think sometimes people just make these wild, I guess like, to-do list I kind of hate calling it like a to-do list as well it's like because then it feels like you need to get that done like I I just like calling it like my day-to-day or even like my week list kind of you know it's like what do I want to do just like this week and I even want to limit that to like five to ten things maybe like nothing crazy but like that kind of pushes me also to get it done like oh I have to get this done within the week great I'm going to pick and choose the ones that I can do today. Let's do that. And I think that those are also little things that, like, I tell my patients, too. Like, okay, you might just be doing some table exercises right now, and I know your goal is to run, but, like, let's work with those. So kind of the same example that I said before. Like, you're able to do 10 now. When I first saw you, you can only do three. Like, let's just – we got to look at those small wins and then keep it moving, right? Absolutely. The small wins are huge, and most people – don't want to do that. They want to get straight to the top, right? But it's yeah. the small ones that really do encourage you and empower you to keep going, right? Because if you're just totally. focused on that big goal, it's like, okay, there's a big goal, you know, A to Z, but if you're still at A, let's get to B and C and move up yeah. versus just like, okay, I'm not at Z and I'm thrown in the towel. And it's like, we've all had this. And sometimes you go forward a little and you may go back a day and then maybe you go forward a little more and you, but it's like, there needs to be some type of forward movement, which comes back to the mindset. Yeah. and I think mindset is completely huge like I'm not gonna lie to you like I woke up today like super doubtful about like some of the goals that I have for like my near future and it was like so wild because I reached out to a few friends and I was like guys like am I just going crazy like yesterday I was like amped for the week you know like ready to like get all my goals done and all this stuff and it's funny one of my friends like completely kept me in check and he was like you're literally creating problems like you're like creating problems in your head that have like not happened yet you know they literally have not happened yet like what can you do today to fix it or like if it isn't in front of you like if like if this problem is not in front of you right now like things are like working (laughs) in your favor work with that like you have to just kind of work with that right so it's even like if say if somebody does have like some pain one day I think like a positive way to then look at that is to say what can I do today to help my body instead of having that what was me mindset like does that mean using a heat pack great does that mean maybe still going for my walk but maybe it's like a little bit shorter today just to get myself moving and just to get myself going 
can I maybe do a child's pose stretch or let me go into a different stretch or let me do this and that to at least get my body moving but I can't go for my run today that is something and like you're able to at least do that to fuel your body so you know we my point being we all have our days right like I woke up like that Yeah, Yeah. and accountability, right? And accountability to say too, you know, like just like you, like we're two positive people, but we have our days as well where we have to get ourselves out of the funk and out of this whole. Yes, out of the cycle. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, So with that being said, I know you gave a lot of little positive tips, you know, and your whole spiel, but what are you up to now? You know, like, are you still doing your one-on-one coaching? Like, Taya, talk to me about what's happening in your line of business right now. <laughs> in LJ's Academy, LJ's Powerhouse Academy. Yep. What am I doing? I'm doing lots of one-on-one coaching, to be honest. That is my main gig. It is keeping me busy. Um, so, I mean, if you want to work with me, you can definitely reach out to me. I'm sure all the links for my website and Instagram and all that fun stuff will be available to you. Yes. Um, one-on-one <laughs> coaching is going amazing. And people are getting tons of results. I mean, even the little testimonials of like, oh, my gosh. I went to pelvic PT. They said I was going two days a week. Now I only need to go one or, you know, I've, like you said, I moved from a seven to a five or maybe it's a seven to a six, like just those baby wins. When I'm waking up to those text messages, I'm like, yes, I am heading in the right direction. I also have my Endo Warrior Academy, um, which was small group training, but now it is actually self-paced. So you can sign up and do it at any time. Um, so it's on my website as well. I've got some fun courses coming on Teachable. I've got one right now. I think it's like a $27.99 course, super affordable. Um, eat this, not that, just ways to decrease your inflammation when you're dealing with hormonal imbalances. And I'm just kind of all over, you know, I'm doing my thing on Instagram. Definitely if you're on Clubhouse, find me on Clubhouse because I love, love, love giving value on there as well. But that's about all I'm doing for now. And then these impromptu podcasts every so often, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> just like a random podcast here and there. Yes. <laughs> Which, of course, I'm happy to have you on again and everything, too. Um, but I'm really happy to hear that. You know, like when I, when LJ and I kind of first met, you know, she's probably like, who is this girl, Alyssa? Just like randomly making, <laughs> you know, my playbook stuff. But you know, we've come to vibe, I think, you know, right. throughout this year. Oh my God, a year. Yeah, it's been, it's been a while now since. Uh, it's been a year. I know, it doesn't yeah. feel like it. Like everything is just going so quickly, but for the positive, so I'm loving it. So it's all good. For sure. And I'm really happy to see where you're at, you know, with um, everything that you're doing, you know, I mean, even the fact that you're doing one-on-ones and stuff too, you know, I think that like, it's so huge to like put yourself out there, but also give your time to somebody as much as you're doing. So I just want to say that I appreciate it. And I'm really happy you were able to come on here with your busy, busy schedule, you know, and give me some time. I I appreciate it. I love it. You're branching out, got your podcast. Oh, yeah. So I'm... I'm here for the long haul. When I slide into your DMs, you're stuck with me. So yes, <laughs> that, in a good way, in a good way. But yes, oh, I'm yes. excited. I'm excited for your future podcast as well. Yeah, thank you so much. Yeah, so guys, I will be posting, you know, where you can find LJ. And of course, like I'll be posting this on Instagram and everything too, promoting you, you know, for our episode and everything. So I'm excited for you guys to check it out. And LJ, thank you for being on here, hun. Thank you so much. I appreciate the opportunity. (laughs) Thank you guys so much for listening to the All Things Pelvic Pod. Have questions, concerns, comments? Want to share your story? Remember to follow me on Instagram at the underscore pelvic floor playbook. 
DM me, share my stuff, like it, and let me know what you think. As a reminder, this is not medical advice by any means, so don't be out here doing a bunch of nonsense in these streets. If you need me and want a vibe, you know where to find me. I'm out.